When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hello, people who use money. You know you're one of them, right? All of you, every single one of you listening to us is someone who uses money. And Even if, my five-year-old grandson who he, I took out to dinner last, he had his money with him. He's like, I'm going to pay, Grandpa. I said, actually, I'll, I'll cover this one for you. My, he kept showing it to him. He's so proud. My five-year-old granddaughter... Uh, she, they have a bank where they live in, in the Amish country of Pennsylvania. Yeah. And the bank will, will, they have a, a box of toys. And if you come in and make a deposit to your savings account, you get to, you get your immediate interest in a toy. Wow. And so she's now, I might, up, I might do that. I don't she's know. up to about $580 in her savings account. Cause it's like, Aww. can I take this money and put it in the bank? Cause I get a toy and the toy's worth about 10 bucks. That's so smart. They Good mount, marketing. They, they make out like bandits. And and she said, all my real money is in the bank. My oh. circle money is at my house. Wow. I said, circle money? She goes, yeah, my circle money. I said, you mean coins? Like coins. Yeah, yeah coins. my circle money. I said, wow, you you make up your own words for things, don't you, cute little thing? Yeah, uh, <laughs> grandkids are fun, though, huh? Yeah, they are. They're yeah. the best. Because you can send Literally. it back to their parents. That was the best part <laughs> yes, of the whole I did thing. yesterday. That's yeah, <laughs> the best part. They can start getting cranky and tired. It's like, well, there, Bye-bye. mom and dad, there you go. Uh, hi, we want to talk about money. And, hey, we can talk about what you do with money for your grandkids at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. It's pretty easy. It's really easy. You just call, and then we'll try and help. We're also going to try to point you in the right direction when it comes to managing your money. And and we know that many of you, and as you should, many of you should be using an investment advisory type person, a financial advisor, a financial planner, whatever you call them. Actually, very few of these terms mean a darn thing. Financial advisor means nothing. Financial planner means nothing. Registered investment advisor, that actually means something. Broker dealer, that means something. But you know, they're not all they're not all looking out for you. We want you to find better ones. Actually, most of them are not looking out for you. Number one, uh, I find it interesting often when we get these perspectives from people that are really not in the industry. We're kind of looking at the industry, saying, "What can you trust and what can't you trust?" This article that you kindly sent me today found that seven point three percent of financial advisors in the U.S have been cited for abuse. That means that they have a disclosure that they something that they've done uh that has actually caused them to get in trouble for misconduct. And the average settlement in excess of 100,000? That's kind of spendy. The median 40,000. I mean, somebody Cuz it means there's a whole trivial. lot of lying going on. And you know yeah. what's interesting is that there's a whole lot of lying going on, but the vast majority of people who get lied to by financial advice providers don't ever go and file a complaint or go to arbitration. 
because they know that it is very unlikely they're going to be able to afford the lawyer that it takes to make back the, the money they lost to the lie. And they're right, because this is all mandatory arbitration, right? Right. So it's the, your, your upside is less. Uh, it is expensive. you got to find a lawyer who will say, sure, I'll take that case on. There are a few of those as well. Yeah, because we know because your brother's out, one. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I, here, the thing is, I and they talk about the fiduciary standard. You not, you've heard us talk about this ad nauseum that, yes, you should use an advisor who has a responsibility to you of a fiduciary standard of duty, nobody else. But here's what I find. Most of the time when it comes to these relationships, they're not relationships that you – not pointing it down, but you listening went out and looked for. Most Mm-mm. of them happen because I got a neighbor. I got somebody I know from church. I got somebody I know from a community. Situ- Remember when we used to have go get together as communities? All those things that were social in nature. And then you met somebody there that said, ha ha, I've got something for you. And they're always the nicest of nice people. They really are. As a matter of fact, in the previous podcast episode, I talked a little bit about my car search. Do you know what we discovered about car salespeople? They're all really nice. Really? They're all so nice. Even so- when they're not telling you the whole truth. And some of them we found did not tell the whole truth. And that's the way it is in the investment industry. So we're going to give you a little bit of advice as to how you can find the right people and how you can find the right investments. Tom and Don are talking real money. A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Now, the the article from which Tom was quoting a little earlier about the advisors came from a an online publication called Read Write. I think I got it through one of my news tracking services like Apple News or Flipboard. Um, and it was what I found interesting about the and I found out the article was originally published for a company that sells annuities called Do mm. D U E. Uh huh. Um, but here's what I really I found fascinating about this, and this is the thing that. Most of you, the trap most of you fall into, you think the guy who sold you or the gal who sold you the American funds or the Oppenheimer, Invesco Oppenheimer funds or whatever those loaded funds were, A shares, B B shares, C shares, you think they were an advisor. Well, here's what happened. This person who wrote this article was was told by his advisor that he would like him to move his American funds into a managed portfolio. Here's where the trouble really begins. The American funds fees are bad enough, but at least it's an honor, more honorable way. The guy got his commission up front. You know what he was, what he did for you. He sold you something and then moved on because they're not going to, they're not going to give you advice ongoing on a deal like that. But when they, (laughs) so this guy was pitched on this diversified mutual fund portfolio from who, who is a, this person is a broker. Yeah, broker dealer first. Yep. And uh they they told him that uh, he'd get a managed account, but he's not going to totally manage the portfolio. He said that to him. He said I'm too busy to manage your yep. portfolio. Yeah. Time. Yep. But but then he 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 goes on to the writer finds out that the fee on an annual basis is two and a half 
to 3.5% per year, plus the 60 or 70 basis points for the overpriced mutual funds. In other words, he was going to be paying 3 to 4% per year for no advice, essentially the same products, making his broker, now a registered investment advisor too, a whole lot richer with no additional work. Yeah, I mean, in this case, to pay 3%, I would say I'd give him my money and say if there's anything left, return it to me. That's I mean, that the way it's going to be. A that's, but, that's Tom, this is, but Tom, feet. this is the deal with almost all yeah. the people who claim to be fiduciary advisors now. About yeah. it, the number that I saw years ago was about 90% of those who claim to be fiduciary advisors, and they're registered investment advisors, but they're duly registered. When they get you into a fee account, they charge between 2 and 3% per year. Even the big guy. We just gently chided Merrill Lynch last week for lowering their highest fee to 1.75. And if you've been a listener for a while, you know that Don and I have told you repeatedly, we don't think you should pay anywhere north of 1. And there should be a break. I think after a million bucks, it reduces that 1 substantially if your account is of, of that size. Of course it should. Of course yeah, there should but be. I, there, we just ran into a guy yesterday that charges... Over one for the first, like, five million. I mean, it, that's just a lot of money. And, again, I don't know how much work takes place after the one. I'm sure they're going to have a very good reason for charging you more. I don't like anybody that charges you a commission, period, because I think it creates a conflict of interest. I don't like someone who says we're going to manage the money, but I'm not going to manage it. So guess what? So that means actually you're adding another person to your payout, right? Mm-hmm. Because you got the the advisor slash broker's got to get something, the person managing the account's got to get something, and you got to pay the mutual funds of which you own. That's why you say you get to this shockingly high three percent. And that's why I have a rule, and I think it's just a simple rule that you should follow. And the simple rule is, if you go to their website, you go to the website of it of your financial your fiduciary advisor and you scroll down the page and it says anything about finra f-i-n-r-a or broker dealer on the front page down in the fine print you run away that means they're duly registered and are unlikely not absolutely not going to be but are unlikely to always act in your best interests and that's going to include all the major names. People Every feel like there's a comfort late, like Merrill Lynch. Like they they got to be a fiduciary advisor. No, they're duly registered. Mm-hmm. Edward Jones, duly registered. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the Ameriprise, big names, duly Ameriprise, registered. The people you think, well, they Vo- have, they're a big Voya, firm. duly registered. Yep. So that's the problem. It is confusing. And you're right, 100%. Fee-only fiduciary advisors only, period. And if There's no you, reason to go anywhere else. If period. you think the government is going to step in and protect you, you're wrong. These companies have massive lobbies. Why do you think the insurance industry gets away with fiscal murder on a regular basis? Because they have powerful lobbyists. They spend a small fortune doing everything they can do to help keep their margins higher and your margins lower. You are, as we, we did a, we did a podcast. The video's not done yet because we had some technical problems uh, about the movie Margin Call and about how little Wall Street cares about you. That was Friday's podcast, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, it's a fact. They don't care about you. They don't. 
Very few people care about you. Most of the radio shows that talk about money and then sell indexed annuities, like one guy in the Seattle area, they don't care about you. They care about their giant five-figure commission. Maybe even six-figure commission if they sell you a million dollars. If they sell you a million dollars, over a million dollars, they could be drifting into six-figure commission territory. Can you believe that? No, that's crazy. And, and yet we see it. We see complete portfolios that are not developed for any other reason other than, hey, we decided to tack this on because that sounded good at the moment. Hey, we decided to tack this on because we got to sell this and buy something else. Yeah, this is conflicted conflicted uh, advice, and you should not be at the mercy of that. And let me tell you, one of the things you can do to protect yourself is before you go to somebody, call us, send us a note, visit with one of our advisors. We'll look them up for you. We'll look them. I love to look them up and find out. And we've said on the air, when somebody's a good one, we've given them credit for being a good one. Yeah, we when when somebody is not always acting as a fiduciary, we will tell you that fact because the fa- the fact of the matter is it is a fact. It's easily you we can't get in any trouble because it's a fact. It's easily shown. It's proven by looking at a form called the ADV Part Two that the SEC requires of every investment advisor. You have to fill this thing out. And if in that form it says we also act as a broker dealer, we also act as an insurance agent, then it means that they are not always required to do what's best for you when they're acting as an insurance agent or as a broker-dealer, they are now subject to what is called the suitability standard, which is a much, much lower threshold. And what do you assume the commission is on those Ukrainian war bonds at 11%? Oh, it's got to be good. Ding, 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 big money. And I bet in Ukraine they don't even require those to be disclosed. I bet there's no prospectus. Nope. Here's, Who knows here's your what money, those fees there's your are. bond, good luck. Yeah, that's your yield that's your yield to maturity. Our markup was because you know, they were really twenty two percent bonds before they sold them. Eight five five nine three five talk is the phone number, eight five five nine three five eight two five five. You want to talk about your life, your money, and how you manage it? Call. Tom and Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no-obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch guaranteed. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y dot com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. And if you want to save yourself and all of the other listeners out there from me reading some more questions... Well, you can do that just by calling us at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. You'll still get answers, but you'll get answers to your question and not somebody else's. Like? Like this person who sent it in to TalkingRealMoney.com. He said, in your episode number 909 of the podcast. Oh, by the way, the podcast is approaching 3 million downloads. You may continue. That make you happy? That's a three. Isn't that a three with like six zeros behind it or something? It's got a lot of zeros behind it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. yeah, yeah okay. Happy. Sure. In yeah. episode nine oh nine, you briefly uh-huh. mentioned about Medicare Advantage plans being garbage. Oh, no, this is good. Can, no, I don't think we said they're garbage. I did. A lot of them, not all of them. Some of them, of them are garbage. Yeah, yeah, some of them. Yeah, Could you sure. please go into details as why you think oh. these plans are no good? I got it. I do have this plan and wonder <laughs> if I should change it to plain old Medicare. Um, here's the deal with Medicare Advantage. Let me just 
This is important. It's money. And you've studied this closely. I have, because yeah, guess how because old I to. am. Yeah, you need to know. Sorry. Well, we were I'm trying to make the De- yet, Debbie yeah. is joining the club next month. And so wow. we had to determine because she wasn't I wasn't going to go on Medicare and leave her with no insurance. So she's on our company plan. But I, I did uh, look into it to see what it would cost. And we're better off staying with our private plan than going with Medicare. But I was looking at Medicare with the Medigap coverage, yeah, which is plan C or D. I can't remember. I was going to say D is in dog, but D. I could be wrong. I think it's C. But anyway, then there are the Medicare Advantage plans. And if you're getting ready to go on Medicare, you are go- your mailbox is going to be filled, filled with Medicare Advantage plan sales pitches. And the worst of them are often advertised on, you know, like Judge Judy on TV or the news. And it's like, you can get I'm a Medicare. On, I'm still on Judge Wapner. But you okay. can get a Medicare Advantage plan that will pay your groceries every month. Oh, you pay yeah. nothing and we just give you money. Mm. Um, gee, now, does what does what does that sound like? Does that sound too good to be true? I believe you're correct. Yeah, sir. Pretty much. Here's the downside to Medicare, to the smarmy Medicare Advantage plans. And the problem is finding the good ones. Not easy. Not easy. You know, I've I been, got a guy, by the way. We have a guy. We have a guy. People. We have a yeah. guy. He's we have a guy. Good. He's good. And guess what? He's going to be speaking at retire me, too. Okay, Shh. fine. He's go. good um, yeah, uh, from connections. But yep. here's the deal. Here's the deal. The smarmy ones, the ones where they say zero premium, zero, zero premium. We're going to buy your groceries. We'll buy all of your uh, over-the-counter medications. We'll send you on a vacation. With inflation? Because they get paid a a, a set amount from Medicare. And they then find doctors who will take next to nothing. Well, how easy do you think it is to find doctors who will take tiny little fees? Not easy. You end up with the doctor's who, you know, graduated from that shaky little school in Grenada. You end up with a really... That's still there, by the way. I, I have no idea. It's just fun to make ago. fun of. Yeah, sure. Uh, but you, and the, the other thing you end up with is a very tiny network most of the time, a limited network. Even if you're with one of the big ones, you're still going to have a network limitation unless you pay way up and pay much higher premiums. You're going to be limited locally, whereas with Medicare, you can go anywhere, anywhere, any doctor, yeah. anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so the problem is these things have all kinds of fine print. They, t- they tend to have high copays. They tend to, tend to have high annual out of pockets. And they know the people who sell these things know that you just tend not to read the fine print or the prospectuses. And they're going to baffle you with BS by giving you like 17 plans. And you're supposed to go, well, this has a $25 deductible or copay, and this has a $40 copay, but this one's fee is this much more than that. It, you, you look at them. I know when we have to, to pick our health insurance every year, it's like, come on. Really? I am supposed to be able to figure out which one is better for me based on the, the this. It's not apples and oranges comparison. Apples and kumquats. Apples and... <laughs> Celery. Okay. What's the bottom line here? The I, bottom line is something. you got to be careful with Medicare Advantage okay. plans. Right. They're not all garbage, but they all have some trick, something, because you don't get anything for nothing. If you no. remember that adage, you never get something for nothing. You will. You are a lot less likely to be ripped off. So that's the answer to that question. If you have a question, call us at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255, and we'll continue shortly. Tom and Don are talking real money. 
Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch, guaranteed. That's V E S T O R Y.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. You know, on my iPad, which is right here in front of me, you know, it's always into the the new OS, always a new picture pops up at the top of the screen from my photo file. Uh-huh. And and there's a picture now of my my son, his wife, and my two grandkids. Nice. And well, but I'm looking at the picture of my son and I'm going, the dude's got a gray beard. How what? can I have a son with a gray beard? I got it. He's got a streak of gray in there. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm looking That's, at it going, mm, okay, I'm, now I'm really old. Okay, hi. Kind of old, yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> Welcome back to Talking Real Money. I'm Don. Tom's over there. Okay, over there is 3,000 miles from where Don is, but Close. he's closer to all of you listening live mm-hmm. on Saturday than I am. Um, I'm warmer than you are. Um, okay. <laughs> and our number is 855-935-TALK. And we do have someone on the line, finally. Thank goodness. David, you're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Thanks, hey, David. Guys. That was a terrible, uh, terrible fanfare. Oh, sorry. I'm good, good. except Tom's yeah. trying to pretend he's a terrible trumpeter. <laughs> well, he's a terrible trumpeter. Anyway, go ahead. That's true. It's well, all hey, true, I Don. Play the trumpet, so I guess we got something in common. <laughs> not much. There you go. No, not much. <laughs> not the way I played it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, we, I, uh, my wife uh, recently got some inheritance money to... Uh, in her hand, and uh, and we're just curious as to, to how maybe best to diversify that and put it into something that's going to, you know, overcome this five to eight percent inflation plus more that we're probably going to see in the next little while. So Ukrainian how, war bonds, yeah, Ukrainian war bonds, man, eleven percent. <laughs> we'll call you back on Sunday. We got a special deal. We can make you a lot of money. <laughs> just kidding, David. How old are you? Sixty. 61. Okay. And is this money you're going to use in your hopefully upcoming retirement? Well, we also have 401ks and, and, and IRAs mm-hmm. for that kind of stuff. Uh, this is more of a, a safety kind of a – my wife wants to use it kind of as a, a safety valve for if uh, one of the kids has a big accident and we need to help out the kids or whatever kind of a thing. So it needs to be kind of available to be pulled out as necessary. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking probably brokerage kind of thing that, you know, you can get mm-hmm. your money in two or three days if you need to. But we want yeah. to make it. By money the way, that's a good point. Just sitting but, in a bank account. Yep. But, 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 but here's the downside. Let's say you put it into something that you, know, you have daily liquidity. You can get it any day, but you put it in today and tomorrow. How much money are we talking about? 60000 Okay. You put it in today. And tomorrow it's worth fifty thousand when you need it. How do you feel? Not very good. Okay, let's say you put it in today and tomorrow it's worth sixty thousand and you made a whopping five dollars in interest on it over the time it was invested. That sounds like the bank it's in right now. That's there you go. Those are your choices. Anything you go into Anything you go into that has the potential to match the current rate of inflation is going to have volatility to the tune of 
between 15 and 40 percent. Yeah, even the one that you, that I've mentioned on this program for years, and Paul Merriman mentioned the Vanguard short-term investment grade. That only fund, pays one percent. Yeah, it is one. down like four percent year to date. It's lost. It's lost some principal. So, so you, you um, see the you see the dilemma. Um, yes. If you if you want to make more, this is such a simple simple formula. If you want to make more, you have to take risk and you have to determine how much real risk, understanding that you, I know we all think we're special and I'll know when to get out. I'm not going to write it down, knowing full well that you will write it down. You will not get out. And when it goes down, you will suffer and you will have to wait for it to come back up or sell out at a loss. If that's your choice, you can be very safe and make nothing. Or you can make more, but you've got to be willing to accept losing. And with that in mind, here would be my suggestion for $60,000 that is emergency money. I would go to bankrate.com. I'd look at some of the savings accounts that they have listed there, the online ones that are probably paying a whopping, what, uh, eight-tenths of 1%. Oh, no, not even. Really? Uh, I think we, yeah, remember we looked at the one recently, the, uh, I think, I think it was, it was points, Axos Bank. Let, let me look anyway, again. so something like oh, that. Oh, 0.75 over at uh, Comenity. That's the best one. That's the best. Yeah. Yep. That's, That's what it. I do. Yep. That's all there is out there. Thanks for your call. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. Tom and Don are talking real money. At some point, most investors need professional financial guidance. So get a little bit of free help or a lifetime of affordable 100% fiduciary guidance at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Hey, hi. Welcome back to our little get-together we call a talk show, and we call it a podcast, too. And sometimes we even do it on video. Hopefully, I'll get the video fixed up this weekend and put that up for you. We had some technical The split problems. screen was literally the split the screen. The split, split screen was funny. Half. Yeah, because yeah, we have a split screen shot, and when it when it uh, kicked it out of the system, it literally split the screen right across the middle of Tom's face. There was like one eye. Which could be favorable in many ways because that was my good left side. That's true. So maybe we do that more often. It was very cyclopean, though. <laughs> thinner. thinner. Thinner is how I look at it. 855-935-8255. Give us a call uh, because we really do. We, we're here every Saturday to try and help you. And, Mark, you're up next. Welcome to the program. Yes. Hey, i got a question about money market mutual funds. I'm old enough to remember Back in the early '80s, when they paid double-digit in, you know, interest rates, and seeing as we have the people are talking about stagflation and inflation, all this, and it kind of seemingly looks like we're setting up for the same thing. What do you think? There's a correlation there? Nope. Yeah, no, I don't think so. By the way, nope. um, interestingly enough, at that time, because we just talked about this last hour, the Fed funds rate, the overnight rate, was at 19. Mm-hmm. 19%. And yeah, growth was uh, pretty abhorrent, really, until you got into the Reagan years a little bit more. So do I think we're headed to stagflation? No, I think that's a pitch that but people that's, use. Uh, you know, but, but the fact of the matter is we can't, we don't pretend to see any, anything, because you can't see the future. You can't, there are no exact correlations. There are sometimes similarities between the past and the future, but that's because we're human beings. But the reality is, we don't have a clue what's going to happen in the future. Inflation could uh, head right back down again 
if if people slow their buying down. We could have a little recession, certainly. That could happen. Um, but I don't predict the future because – and, you know, it's so funny. Those things, once they're gone, they're forgotten. Yeah. Shocking. So, no. Quick, Everybody wants the future to be predictable. I, I, I wish it was, but if it was, then, well, it can't be. It wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. If we all knew the future, we'd all be doing the right thing, which would then turn out to be the wrong thing, which would change the future. Yes, wow, that's true. is that deep? Oh, I'm sorry. Thanks for the call, though. We appreciate it. 855-935-TALK. Lee, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, guys. You have helped me in the past, and I wanted to reach out again. Um, I don't have very much. I'll say that up front. My uncle opened a retirement account for all of us a long time ago, and at your um, advice, I moved that to Vanguard uh, Target Retirement uh, 2035. And I have, I don't know, 18000 bucks in it. I have a Roth at 6000 that's also in that target retirement. And then I opened a brokerage account with Vanguard. I put in 5000 bucks and I split it between VBTLX and VTWAX, because you guys had advised the total bond mm-hmm. market and the total sure. world stock index, Yes. They are admiral yes. shares, which I think is is what I can afford, right? Well, they're the cheapest. Um, exactly. That was how I could. Except get they've pretty that. much but done away with the regular shares. Every, yeah. Everything is an admiral share now. So the share class business okay. is kind of gone. Okay, gotcha. And then uh, now that the year has rolled, I think I'm allowed to put six thousand dollars into my. Uh, IRA and or Roth, is that the total amount? How old are you, Lee? We'll never ask you again, but just how old? Yeah, how old? old, And then we'll forget. I am fifty-five. Oh, you get to you get the bonus. Ding, 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 ding. You get six plus the one for a whopping seven thousand dollars into your Roth IRA. Okay, I can put that into the Roth. Yes, you can. The question was. Uh, is there any reason I should wait to move that money in? I keep having these nightmares of the stock market plunging, everything going down. Should I wait till the end of the year? Or like you said, you Why? can't. Okay, number one, do you like no buying way. things on sale or you prefer to pay full retail price? Okay, I see your point. Just well, yeah. and the reality is, oh, here's here's the reality of the situation. If if two years ago you would have called us with the same exact question yep. in 2020, in March. Yep. March of 2020, you would have called us with the same question if you were getting ready to do it, and you because you would have been sitting, we would have all been sitting in the midst of a market that's down over 10. percent <laughs> Yep, coughing more than it is now, a market that's even lower. Oh, no. Oh no! It was down twenty. Well, it was by, by the point. end of March. By the end of yeah, March. By the end. Okay. One so week. Great. He, yeah, a week. Um. So we, we, but we would have said the same thing. Buy it yep. right now. We don't know when it's going to be lower. We don't know when it will be higher. But there is one thing that we almost know. We can't know anything, but we almost know, based on the past, that if you wait. It's always going to be higher. At least it always has been. The stock market has an upward bias. 75% of months are up. 
I think the reason people get confused is because about half of the days are up and half are down. So it feels like this risky thing. No, it, it has a tendency to go up. Will it go up in the next year? I don't know. But are you going to use the money in the next year? No. Or next two years? No, you're 55. You're going to be putting that money aside. I would do. I would make the Roth contribution Monday morning if it was my money. The, the best thing you can do, if you're eligible for a Roth and you've got the money or, or an IRA or whatever it is, make it a habit. In the first month, and sometime in January, yeah. every year, just automatically, January is when I'm going to put it in. Because you that's the first time you can put it in, and you get the benefit of tax-free growth for months longer. Even if the market goes down some, you still have the potential and the likely benefit every uh, in more years than not to take advantage of a full year of growth that you wouldn't have had otherwise if you waited. And in addition growth. to that, if you're if you're invested today, remain invested today. Don't try to time your way in and out of markets. Don't make your decisions dependent on world circumstances, inflation, all of those things, because they come and go. Your money's about you and what you're trying to accomplish, not about what's going on outside of right. your control, which it, 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 it always does. There's always it, something. We we're our own worst enemies. We want to know what's going on. I'm with you. I read the paper. I read some columnist who said, I only read about the Iraq war 13 hours a day. Uh, <laughs> but we do. Really? We, we tend to fall. The Iraq that war? Was, that, or the Ukraine? Or the Ukraine okay, war. Talking. I'm sorry. I oh, get my wars confused. Really got me he, going. <laughs> he was making a point that we pay too much attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when the more attention we pay, the more anxiety that builds in our in our guts. And we just we, we just feel something terrible is going to happen. And, you know, sometimes it will happen. Sometimes something terrible happens. But if you remember back to the past, more times than not, the most horrible thing that we imagined did not come to pass. It didn't. After 9-11, the world, ending? The oh, world 9/11. didn't end. Okay. Remember right. after that? Remember after 2008 when everybody said we'd have bread lines? I, I, there was a Time magazine cover that said we would be back in bread yep. lines in 2008. We, we, you remember the bread lines of 2009? Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. no, I forgot all about those. Oh, that's because they never happened. It's going to be, it's either going to be fine or in the real off chance that it's terrible, you won't care. Tom and Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch guaranteed. That's V E S T O R Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Um, You know, I. Didn't, didn't I hear you say something that I could go somewhere and meet somebody, meet something, meet? Yeah, um, yeah, there's something yeah, where I can guy. meet somebody. Retire, meet, where we answer oh, all of your questions. Oh, I can meet retirement? My money, money housing. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me here. Every single thing you need to know, every single thing you need to know about retirement. Hyperbole free commercial message. Absolutely. This is, this is not over the top in any way. It is Saturday, May 14th in Bellevue. Come out and see us. It's been a long time since we've seen you. We like to see you. You get a great lunch with it. The whole bit. Paul Merriman will be there. Herb Weissbaum, Don, Tom, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
And guess what? It's easy to register. Tickets are very inexpensive. And I guarantee you, you will learn you got to go quick. Oh, we're out of here. Go. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time. So please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?